This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. I have to just tell both of you that that was recorded during COVID in my closet because we were like changing like the direction yeah. of the show. Oh, and yeah. I was like, you're like, you're going to have to record it in your closet. Like I couldn't come in the studio and do it. So we need to record that because every time I hear it, I'm like, it sounds like oh, I'm it in sounds a closet. Like sexy and like, girl, I spent enough years in the closet. Like it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was you're like, the acoustics are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like I was trying to stay yeah. in for a few more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, welcome back to Sexy Funny Raw. I'm here with my co-host, Alexander. <laughs> a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Fleshbot and Cybersocket. Uh, we have two comedian guests. This is not very often that I have two comedians because yeah. usually I do a comedy guest and a porn guest. And this time we are comedied out, but I got a pretty sexy uh, list of comedians. <laughs> so it feels like it's still a sexy show. So without I, I love ado. Jason's OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, busy. I, w- I would I'm a love- busy guy. <laughs> okay, let, let me go ahead and introduce to everyone. Uh, Jason Collings here as a stand-up comedian and actor, co-host of the Lion's Den podcast. Uh, Jason can be seen regularly at the Comedy Store, Laugh Factory, Improvs, and clubs across the country. Ugh. You may have seen Jason in one of his many television appearances, including VH1, BET, Comic View, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and oh wait, and the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. How is that not like the highlight reel? I just like went into it here. <laughs> and Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Bam. 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 And Bam. also joining us. Very sexy. Sexy, sexy. Jen Sturgeon, a stand-up comedian, actress, voiceover Hello. artist, gym rat, and nerd. Look at that I know. Show. It's she so is good. Sin. I mean, that. Jason, they use slightly different pictures of us. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this was like what I, I had s- access to. Why didn't they focus on sexy for years? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a former online columnist really for Sports upset. Illustrated. As a model, she has posed for Maxim, Playboy magazines, and was a spokesperson for Dr. Pepper oh. and Sprint. Please welcome sexy Jen Sturger. Yeah. I mean, really though, we did, we did not pick horrible <laughs> pictures of no. you. I hope you're okay. But I'm telling you, that's it's what like uh, the first thing that's that popped up. It's like there no, because she's a sex symbol in like every uh, possible way. You're too sweet. One thing you didn't mention about Jen though is that Jen is actually helping me at this present moment in time. Uh, we're rewriting a series, and we're, she is taking it from a boring series to a hilarious series. Uh, She's really elevating it with her comedic writing. So we're working on that. Can you talk about anything about it or it's all hush hush? We're going to just go mew and for now because uh, I don't want to give too much away until there's anything from it. I feel like when you talk about it, then you might like, you know, work in secret. But is there a role for a husky Latino with a high voice? (laughs) Listen. Dude, you we can make that happen. About yeah, we can make anything <laughs> happen. Yeah. Well, hello, lady. Well, the way things are going with like you know everything's like racially diverse, yeah. I'll probably be playing you in a bio. Maybe. I'm Jason Collins. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I identify as Collins. <laughs> and you're canceled. <laughs> I mean, it is very hard to be a white man. You may want to become uh, a Latino so hard man to be a really white man. quick. <laughs> this is the tell me about your struggle, for yeah. the love of God. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. My God. No, but it's funny because uh, we have friends in the business, even in the porn business. You know, everything the the pressure is to be racially diverse, and so characters yeah. are being rewritten. And mm-hmm. so I've had some 
white guy friends that would always come in and nail the audition or whatever. Right. And that's like, Literally. I'm not even being, co- mm-hmm. uh, but even for like sitcoms and stuff, it's like right. sitcom season's like, oh, I'll be able to, you know, build a pool after this season. Now it's mm-hmm. like, the lucky if you get a Geico commercial. Right. <laughs> I would love a Geico commercial. Right? Can They're I just throw that, that bitch out from there. Progressive, by the way? She's killing it she's for like Richard a decade like at this point. She's, she used to be, uh, if it's the one I think you're talking about, she used to be a teacher at uh, uh, Groundwing. The little brown hair. She lady. still is. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's still is. She's still a Mm-hmm. She does a lot of stuff, uh, improv stuff. She's on uh, the Goldbergs every now and then. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's an actress. And then you'll start to notice her what? in these little like one-line roles in some of the movies. Interesting. But now she doesn't have to do shit because yeah. she's making more money than anything. Listen, I want those kind of problems. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm like, I'm totally okay with that. What product would you be comfortable with? Like, yes, I'm this product girl. Like, I'm the progressive girl. I will be any product. It's so funny you say that because I have this thing with my buddy, uh, Eddie Pence. I thought you were about to say with your butt. No, no, no. (laughs) Put this thing with my butt. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. But I, I was like, there's gotta be a price. You know, like, everyone's got a price, like, what your price would be if you would do a commercial or not. And I got sent this audition for, like, I think it was an HIV medication. And I was like, Bro, this that's is tough. a lot. This is a that's lot a, of that's money. A big that's one. very tough. And Eddie yeah. goes, I would let them give me HIV. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> for that amount of money, oh Jen. <laughs> you think about it though, the, the Verizon guy, the original Verizon guy with the glasses. Can, can you hear me now? Yeah. He changed over to school. yeah, well, but, he, but he, all the way to the bank. But mm-hmm. that Verizon gig got him. He is a multi-million. Yeah, yeah of course. However, if you try to cast him in anything, forget it. Oh, the Verizon guys riding a horse. Yes. Oh, the Verizon guys, you know what I mean? Well, and that yeah. actor for Allstate, that he was a very consummate actor. Mm-hmm. Then he started you... doing the Allstate <clears throat> commercials. Now he can't go back to being an actor right. because he's the Allstate guy now. Right. Did you do it? No. Okay, no. so you did not There's get a price or yeah, tell no. anyone you There's had AIDS. A... No, yeah. I did not. AIDS I mean, is a hard a big, one. T- that's a difficult topic. Like, I, I, have, I would have done like... it if it was a herpes commercial. I would have. No. I would have. Come to me for a herpes commercial. I would do it. The Pepto-Bismol commercials? Yeah. Those Pepto Bismol, they're like dancing, talk, talk about shitting their pants. Oh, like yeah. Dancing oh, like, yeah. Up, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, up, that's just me on a regular diary. day, yeah. though. Yeah. I would Jazz do. Hands. I would. <laughs> I'd do Pepto Bismol also. I would also do adult diapers. I will do like whatever. I'm totally you would down. Not. Yes, I totally would. I 110% would. into camera and saying that. I, I would, would do adult diapers. Do it. You would have a whole different type of fan base after that. It's like. Mm. I already have that fan base. Trust me. That's why it, <laughs> it was very smart of Charmin to use bears because they're all talking about their dirty asses and those commercials. Have you noticed that? Like a bear shits uh, in the woods. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. That's what everyone's true. You know, now never those poor even... cartoons are typecasted. <laughs> Never. They'll never get a chance in Barrington. They in the can't Bears sell world. shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow, oh, dad jokes. Gave me a high five. Oh, dad yeah. jokes. I didn't even so know what hard in the corner. Like, really, really what's the high five? I don't know what to do. With the heels. I did. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Is that how you know it's a gay man's high five? Is that no, how far yeah. back? No, it's because a gay man will turn around. High five. <laughs> Low five. And you lost a watch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to have to be separated. Oh, uh, they really are so at this fun. point. <laughs> they really are. I love it. Okay, okay, okay. So one thing we do uh, with every show is I like to have at least one bit of information that we didn't know before this because it is a sexual uh, education podcast. So we do a word of the day. And in this, I will read off the word and then you will uh, make your best educated guess on what it is. And then I will read you the answer. This is Sylvia Sage's sexy, funny, raw word of the day. Do you know what it is? This one 
Now you have to, I'm going to spell this out for you because the word very much matters with this spelling. So the word is intercourse. Course being spelled C-O-A-R-S-E. Intercourse. What? <clears throat> is this course. That's just what I mean by course. Seems like a harsh word, but course. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's all course is also uh, a texture. Yes, exactly. That's where I was going I was with gonna, it. And then, but you spelled it like a golf course. That's how they spelled it. I was well, going to say, is that like when, is. The guy, when, when a guy takes the paint off the walls? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For lack so, of a better analogy, I don't know. You're asking what this word intercourse yeah, means? Yeah, what's it mean? I no, deferred, no, no, I it's, deferred it's to Jason. It's actually spelled C-O-A-R. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Not with the U. And this is a sexual term. Yes, it's a it's a fetish. Yes. Oh, oh. it's a fetish. Yes. Is it uh, is it uh, uh, f- fucking on the side of the road? I don't know. It's pretty close. It's pretty good. In okay. the car. It actually uh, intercourse as uh, sex with a painful amount of friction, often a result of sex on the beach. Oh. I feel like this is condom sex for me <laughs> because I'm I don't know. Have... It's the guy saying, oh, it's. Doesn't feel good. No, because I'm not used to having condom sex because mm. I have sex on camera, which is no condom. So when you introduce a condom to my aging vagina, <laughs> it feels like you are ripping off all oh, of the no. inside. Like I said, tearing the paint off the walls. <laughs> yes. See, we are both pretty close. Yeah, yeah. On, it's just friction. Mines, you're talking about like sand granules. And, yeah. Ugh. And in the gay community, they actually sell certain type of like prosthesis that you can put on your penis that'll have like ridges or so, so that it does create that kind what? of really? Some people get off on that kind of pain pleasure. You know, we were talking about mm, fetishes on the yeah. last episode and it's pretty intense that yeah. they don't feel that they're being engaged unless it hurts on some level. I mean, Ugh. I kind of understand Ugh. that, especially in anal sex, because sometimes anal that sex can like feel session. very, yeah. can feel very like in and out, in and out. And it's just the feeling of the stretching normally for anal sex for me anyway. The stretching is usually what gets me turned on. It's because you don't normally feel a whole lot of pleasure. There's not a whole lot of pleasure sensors back there. But so for I a guy, that's where that. like our G spot is. When you get well, butt right. fucked, how like. <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends on the other guy, really. True, true. True. I mean, do you like condoms that are ribbed? Does anyone do the ribbed condoms? So, what are I got condoms? a question. Okay, what? right? <laughs> They're intrusive. They are intrusive. But literally, how are how's the condom company kept in business? There's not one person I know no that actually them. has used a condom or bought a no, condom in the last decade. I I use them for like if I'm if I happen Water to meet a random person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I use them just not for what you think I use them for. Yeah, but very very rarely. It's more of a yeah. MacGyver thing, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you use yeah. it like when you're with somebody that you can't go get tested at that moment. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Or that makes like, sense because it's a work. Yeah. You're like, this guy is sus. Yeah, very <laughs> sus. And that's like any man. Very oh, we sus. Because men lie. We'll lie yeah. about anything. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes. We'll have herpes and be like, I'm great. You could be like, I haven't slept with anybody in months. Meanwhile, yeah. I know you fucked my sister 45 minutes ago because I heard you. You oh, know what wow. I'm saying? What's your sister's yours. name? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have a sister. That's why I could make her up. Oh, man. But I saw Jason that movie. Is so disappointed. I know. Yeah. I he was like, me and my twin crushed. brother, we were right there. Yeah, we right were, there. You know, <laughs> we were in the room. <laughs> but I want to know, as comedians, both of you are, are doing so much, and you're going to this club, and you're traveling, whatnot. Mm-hmm. How much sex are you having? 
That is not a great as much question. as you would think. Yeah, exactly. Because you would think, like, after the show, people buy you a drink. I mean, we see it in all, like, the HBO You know no. what, though? What Here's comedy. the thing. When you're married, you just stop having it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, we yeah. already signed a contract. But also, you're, I feel... You're roped in. It's really a lot... Okay. There are some there are some great road stories that you hear, but mo- for the most part, it's do the show, have a few drinks, yeah. go back to the hotel, watch Forensic Files. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel that. I love Sometimes Forensic I, Files. Sometimes if I'm, if I'm on the road with Porter, it's like, let's stop and get a milkshake because, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's it. Like, it's honestly way more innocent than people would assume because right. I think yeah. you're just so beat. Yeah. Most of us are, like, working during the day right. or, you know, doing our side hustles or whatever it is, yeah. um, whether it's writing. I mean, by the time the show's over, it's just like, you just want to bed. But uh-huh. also, Jen, don't you agree that the men who want to have sex with you after watching a comedy show are not the men that you like oh, want no. to have right. sex with? No. Like, it is not. It's on, not. Yeah, and then on the other end, with with, with male comics, yeah. now- Complete opposite. And now, though, we're, I mean, we are careful as- yeah, because that's a really good point. Oh, there are yeah. a lot of people can't even say a comment. Like, yep. Can't even crack a joke. This back guy on. really mm. took advantage of me after the show on yeah. Facebook, and it's like, Mm-mm. true, 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 true. You'll true. never have that's to say smart. that about me because I wasn't there. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. I and get I just that. just blame it on my twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because when we look at comedy from the past, like we would look at the like the roasts and all that. It was so yeah. sexualized, oh, and it was changed. so like slap her on the ass, and that was just the culture. And you know, now we're on the way uh, the other side, which I understand. We have to go way to the other side. It's Different world, man. But it makes it really kind of un- uncomfortable. It's and, uh, still really sexualized. I 100%. mean, you can yeah. tell, you know that when you're being booked on a show, it's very, I mean, at least I know. I feel, I feel the, the sexual animosity towards me from the other women, and I feel yes. the sexual yes. desire from the men I'm I'm being booked Wait, with. Not so much the second part, the but I mean, look at the two of us. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Same thing. You know you that know? there are men like, especially in the beginning. Maybe you may not feel it now because well, yeah, you feel like fresh you're friends. Meat, you yeah, know, like fresh, fresh meat. to the scene. You know. Oh um, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Your big obstacle for the females is in the beginning of the other male comics. Yeah. Before you even worry about the audience. Yeah. Oh, 110 percent. Yeah. And the like, bookers. Hey, hey, you want to come over to my house and do but some you, writing? You, know you, you want to write? How many times have you gotten that? I know, but you know how hard it is to do your job when it's just like we want we want the men to see us as funny. We want them to right. see us as equals. Yeah, never, right. so, never gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. It will never happen. That's the, that's the honest to God truth, though. It's so and I, I feel like when when women break into the comedy scene, they have to look a certain way. They have to be physically attractive. Mm. We've seen the schleppiest guys come out as comedians, and they look like shit. And it's like, but no offense, still, Jason. But, no, but but you, you know what I'm I mean. Still there's working some, on it. There's some guys that come out and they're just like like. Oh, but I disagree with that though. Oh, okay. I yeah, feel the girl like shows up like you're saying, and she's not traditionally attractive. They're yeah. gonna listen to the jokes more than they're looking yes. at the tits. Interesting. But yes. here's the yeah. thing that I've noticed lately: audiences are not stupid. So oh, if yeah. I show if I show up and I'm dressed in like gym clothes or like if I'm dressed dowdy, they're looking at me like, yeah, you right. Did that on yeah, you, yeah. Why are you wearing a flannel and a hoodie exactly. around your waist? Exactly. They're yeah. like, that's not that's right. not your vibe, right. honestly. Yeah. And I think I am actually getting better responses with audiences when like I dress up a little bit. You know why? And you I know why? own what I am because it's, it's authentic. Honest. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly. who you are. That you're not trying to. Doesn't seem like you're trying to fool everybody. I've told mm-hmm. so many young comics that ask me. What's up? I goes first of all, don't underestimate the audience. Yeah, they're not. And don't stupid. try to pander to and them. And they always either. know yeah. when you're making a story up. They always know when it's yeah. a made up story. It's it's it's, it's the difference between saying something that's like a like like Bob Newhart said it. He goes, "I'm a comedian. I'm not a comic." He goes, "A comic is a person who says funny things, 
but a comedian is a person who says things funny. Mm. In other words, so many comics, they go, they hear a word that they think is funny. I'm going to say dipshit on this joke, so i got to build a joke mm. around butt plug or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it's, Instead of just telling the story yeah. and finding the funny in the story. But when you show up your authentic self, of course everybody's going to be like, God, this girl's worse. But you own it. Perfect mm-hmm. example, in my opinion, is you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Crystal Marie. Mm-hmm. She does She does not hold I back. I dress up her, as well. Yeah. yeah, I yeah it's amazing. Like that's yeah. When I saw you at the Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. I was very happy and, and pleasantly surprised that you weren't like, I'm just a comedian with a hoodie on. and No. And you, I do my hair. I wear high heels. You <laughs> and you yeah. own who you are. And I've gotten way more comfortable at doing that for yeah. sure. This I love that you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. But it's it's also part of the brand that you put forth too. Like the promo shots that we see of you are very sexy. Yeah. And, and of mm. course your brand is also, we see the great photo shoots you do. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the brand that people are buying a ticket for, mm-hmm. not just how funny Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You are. But there's because also that is like but you're also sexualizing yourself too. But sex does still sell, sell at the end of the day. Yes. But guys don't go up there with like their bulge hanging out and like but I here's wouldn't muscles. Mind. But here's the thing about <laughs> But why don't they? Here's right. the thing That's with stand-up. a great question. Here's your here's the thing that with stand up that I really believe. You're not selling the jokes. You're selling you. You're selling yeah. you. You're yeah. the product. I agree I'm with the that. Product. It's not oh, I gotta hear your material about this thing. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't even matter what the material is. Yeah, I I'm agree listening with that. to Jason Collins' I'm listening to Jen Serger's point of view about mm-hmm. that joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's that's the difference between telling a funny joke and then just saying something normal and then making it funny. Because I one hundred percent agree with that. Your brand and the fact that you talk about your real shit, you yeah. talk, it's, that's to me. That's, that's also how you find different comedians funny. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like my genre of comics that I listen to are all wildly different, and mm-hmm. it's because of exactly that. It's mm-hmm. not because I like oh this one style of comedy. I like how they deliver it. I like right. their message. Their I like the way they do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and that's why I'm a fan of their work in particular. People so, yeah. are like, I love Sebastian Maniscalco because of his jokes. No. Right. They just love Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and right. same with the bird. All the big guys. Are, you're, not li- yeah. you're not like, wonder what he's going to say. You don't care what he's going to say. You just want right. to hear him say it. Yeah. It's him to double down on yeah. that though, it's like when I first got into stand-up, one of the people that I was writing with, like one of like the comedy coaches that I worked with, if, if you will, really was like trying to like want me to write all of these jokes about me being a slut. And I'm just like, this mm. isn't authentic to mm-hmm. who I am. Can I, can I mm-hmm. make a guess? Was this coach? <laughs> was this coach a male? <laughs> right. That's so creepy. <laughs> please write about my fantasies of you, please. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Where I'm just like, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so mm-hmm. me going out on stage and calling myself a huge whore is right. not gonna right. play because it's not real. Also, right. you're gonna lose half the room. Oh right. yeah. Right. right. And so many people don't know this, and I, I stress this more. It, you the the men are going to come to the show when the women want to go to the show. Oh, absolutely! Mm-hmm. They're on dates. And if the women is and, and, and yeah. the woman enjo- right. if the woman did not enjoy you, mm-hmm. the, the guy pro- ain't coming back. The either. problem is mm-hmm. now I'm so good at making the women laugh that the men hate me. <laughs> but they're going to have to come back. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Right. I told one right. guy the other night I was like, "Smile, or you're not getting any right. tonight." I'm like, "She's <laughs> running the, the show here. A Let's of, be yeah. real." Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't want to admit that the women are the tastemakers. They yeah. just are. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. yeah. Well, we hold the vaginas. I mean, at I the end the of the I call the power of the pee, baby. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, once I realized the power, I didn't, I only wish I would have realized it sooner. Once I did realize exactly what it, what it truly held. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my little ATM uh, and I love it so much. Um, <laughs> if I would have known the ATM abilities right. years before, I would have been such a dangerous human to be around. So, I mean, it's probably best that I didn't learn it until my thirties. <laughs> That's great. Now, did you feel because you talk about your porn life in, yeah. in your set did you feel that you alienated some of the women because we know that women <clears throat> don't like to see other women necessarily kind of embrace 
that aspect because I will say I had to learn how to critique it. I had to learn how to introduce it. And I used to kind of jump around it for a little bit and then I would throw it in the middle and then people would be like, is she for real? Did that really just happen? So now I just fuck it and I just own it and I walk in and an entrance with it and I just talk about it from the get go. And what's weird is I, I don't ever feel the judgment from the audience like I used to when I would sneak it in on them. Right. Now I feel like they accept me right from the get-go and they're like, okay, she's just going to talk about this. Let's hear it. Here you know? So, yeah. yeah, they're just in for the ride. So it's better than the halfway through the second. Wait, what? Yeah, they're what like, wait, what? Yeah. What'd she yeah. say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about the pressure of being a comedian now because it's not just you have to be funny and get booked and, you know, that's your career. Now yeah. it's like, now you have to have a podcast. Now you have yep. to sell your life story to mm-hmm. HBO or something. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be cast in a sitcom and movies and you have to be this funny person. Right. And then you got to do social media. You got to do all of this. Mm-hmm. You can't just focus on being a comedian anymore. Well, I think you can. I think you just you have can, to decide. But you have to, you have to adapt to the world that we live in. And a lot of yeah. people, especially mm-hmm. in my age group, I'm 51 years old, it was a little difficult for me to go, wait a minute, now I, don't, now I can't just be a stand-up comic. I gotta right. be a content creator. I gotta be mm-hmm. on social yeah. media. Mm-hmm. And you fight against that. But then you're like, why am I fighting it? This is the world we live in. Yeah. yeah. Because when I first started stand-up, when, well, I'm just curious. MySpace even... was barely a thing. Okay. So, so we didn't even really Jesus, use... Jesus, you're ancient. I know. <laughs> so this is we like... didn't even really use social media to... Pro- the way it worked when I was a stand-up is you went to the club and if the booker saw you do well, you're in the right. club and, uh, and then you you know, you know build a following from there mm-hmm. and then some, but some agent or some casting guy sees you on stage. But mm-hmm. Now, I had one of the biggest comedy agents tell me, start putting your sets on TikTok. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. TikTok and Reels. TikTok and Reels is where it's at. Yeah. I never do that because I'm always like, no, people have to come and see me. Right. So the so. pressure isn't put on us by the industry and what's happening. We're putting it on ourselves by fighting against it a little bit. Like yeah. one of my best friends in the world is like, I didn't f- come to L.A. to be a content creator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I wanted right. To, I'm like, but you got to. You yeah. have to do this. Yeah. Now, as far as the podcast goes, I love doing it. And I started a yeah. podcast right before the pandemic, which I think it saved my life. Yeah, because you know I didn't, have, you a I didn't have a venue and I didn't have an outlet. Yeah, but now all of a sudden I'm shooting three episodes a week. Oh, good for you! Because we were doing bonus episodes. This is only doing the pandemic. I'm only doing one a week now. Yeah. <laughs> and the podcast industry like increased. I think by like seventy five percent, and mm-hmm. like forty two percent of that were people that had never listened to a podcast in their life. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, out of pure boredom, because literally we had nothing to do but sit around and touch mm-hmm. ourselves, you know? So, I mean, I'm single, so that's I what I like had to do. I feel like you had a way more fun <laughs> pandemic than some of us <laughs> Well, touching oh. myself was me going to work also. So, oh, that's man. like, it's a double... Time you know? to clock in? Yeah, yeah. time <laughs> to clock in. It's a double-edged dildo for me, guys, you know? <laughs> Just either way nice. you fall. <laughs> but, yeah, if I didn't have the podcast during the... I mean, you're quarantining your house. Yeah. You know, and I'm just... We, we, but we, I was able to go and do my Did you pocket. do online uh, comedy shows? Nope. nope. I, nope. I, I, I did one or two and I was like, this is an actual nightmare. Mm. It is, no. it is hell on I did earth. one yeah. and they really had to sell me on it. Yeah. But when I did it, the only one that I did did feel like the closest thing to being in a comedy club without really? being in a comedy okay. club. Really? Okay. I can't remember where it was, but it was this, this uh, studio mm-hmm. and you're on a comedy stage with a microphone. I think I know what you're talking about, it's yeah. like 30 something mm-hmm. different screens. I did that at Laugh Factory. You, but then you see people like putting their kids to bed and like doing but, yeah. laundry. Yeah, that's that why energy. this one was better. Cause it wasn't like, it was, mm-hmm. it was an event. It was a yeah. scheduled event. They came, they bought tickets. Yeah. And the cool part about this one that made it feel more live was that they, they, 
we could interact with each other. Oh, that's good. But they could all interact with each, hear each other as oh, well. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So when they're laughing and clapping, it sounds like they're there. And oh, that's, wow. Oh, that's that's and fun. it was oh, okay, in that's the round different. like this, so I'm looking at people and doing crowd work. Oh, that's different. Okay. That, But never, I would, I would never, people would go, hey, can you do a stand-up mm. set, set from your living room on yeah. Zoom? Hard I was pass. like, absolutely yeah. not going to do that. No. Yeah. Because yeah. then you feel like you're bombing yeah you yeah. do because there's no yeah. interaction yeah. whatsoever sure. there's no acknowledgement of timing because what is timing That's when right. you're just talking to exactly. a blank space so many people don't understand how stand-up works yeah a buddy of mine got got a, a corporate gig and a lot of times those are great gigs mm -hmm. they pay mm -hmm. amazing and you got a huge audience and so he the money was good and he's like yeah i'll do it so he shows up to the event shows up to the venue and he walks in and he finds the guy he says where's Where's the stage and the microphone? And the guy goes, no, no, you're just going to walk around the party and oh tell jokes to Oh, my God. No. <laughs> what? So the only, the closest thing I did oh to something no. like that was I got invited to a bougie, like, upper class neighborhood to do stand up and mm. they wanted me to be like the miss the mrs mazel oh no at the, but oh the thing is God. is back then i hadn't seen the show so i had no right. idea what they were asking me to do right. i thought they were gonna like want me to do like time you know and it was like no she just wants me to like entertain her friends with like oh, my stories and God. stuff which yeah. i have plenty of obviously because right. i've lived a really weird life but then I realized when I got there, I'm like, I have nothing in common with these people, oh, and no. they do yeah. not like me. Oh, I did one of those no. Malibu at this beautiful That's mansion so for, did you at least have a for all Persians. It, it was not all multi-millionaire no. Persians. Talk about a tough crowd. So I had we had nothing in common. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever go to Walmart? Of course you don't. You know what I mean? We own them. <laughs> right. They tried to like make like a little stage. There was like a little like plywood platform oh. with a karaoke oh, mic. No. Like so the show cool. has karaoke oh, mic. Was it blue wow. and yellow. And I would just wow. I would just if something didn't go over, I would just hit one of the sound effect buttons on the bottom of the mic. That's awesome. I didn't give a shit. That's awesome. See, I was like, I'm gonna have fun. How you much, guys paid me. I'm enjoying it. How this. rewarding yeah. is that though when you're at a gig and you realize on stage you're like, this is I'm isn't, the only person enjoying it. This like, fun yeah. for me. I'm gonna make yeah. this fun for me. And then after after that, they just started going for. And then I just started yeah. ragging on them and roasting right. them because I had gotten to know a little bit about each of them. Obviously, walking yeah. around the party and you know like <laughs> oh, God, being I the couldn't. being the resident clown. Yeah. Uh, so I just started roasting them, and it got a little too. I think it got a little too close to home. <laughs> <or something. laughs> She's having an affair. Basically, um, are they like, both here? I was like, isn't it isn't it weird that Cheryl's husband hits on everyone here? <laughs> Uh, and has a lower back tattoo. That's oh, disgust. Wow. Like, oh. yeah, I can't do the walking around thing. I'm not a social off stage. I'm not real like hey social, and it's really yeah. You're not the guy that has to have all the attention in the room. Mm -hmm. I when respect I, that. When I'm off stage, I'm just chilling. You yeah. know, and I'm and, and I can't stand those comics that are always on. And have you ever had the comics that, that when you're are trying telling to, your jokes, telling yeah. their jokes to you in yeah. conversation, or you're like, they're running bits. But they're trying to act like it's a normal conversation, but they're trying to do bits. Mm -hmm. And I, sometimes I just go, hey, man, let's just, let's just hang right. out. Can we just hang out? <laughs> that happened the yeah. other night after yeah. the whole Will Smith thing. You okay. know, oh, everybody yeah. everybody was trying their Will Smith yes. jokes out, like, in the conversation yeah. on each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just looked around and I was like, are you guys done? Yeah. Are you guys proud of yourselves? Whenever was... people <laughs> meet a comic, they always want to try to out-funny the comic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yo, don't... That happened at the party as well. Ugh. Or you the the famous, will you tell me a joke? And that's when I'm like, 
Buy a fucking what? ticket. Yep. Get a minor. No. Like, this is not how this I works. I say how much you got on you. Because this is what I do for a living. <laughs> right. Right? What do you do for a living? Also, I'm a storytelling comic. I'm like, do you have 20 minutes? Because this is going to take exactly. 20 minutes to get a joke completely out for me. Right. You're a storyteller like, like me, yes. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to circle back to this at the end. Do you have some time? Do you have? Um, but can we talk about what happened at the Oscars? No, oh, God. We were just. Sure. There I we mean, go. Okay. Yeah. We, I haven't mean, done, it, we haven't done this enough. Well, no, but I want your unique points of view. You know, I don't think they're going to be that unique. And here's why, because yeah. it was extremely obvious what mm. happened. I mean, we, it's like the old uh, Kennedy film. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Where everybody was like, the fucking grassy knoll bullshit. And, but we all saw, wait a minute, Will laughed. Right. He was, we, oh, yeah. he laughed. He mm-hmm. laughed at the joke. He mm-hmm. laughed and then went, <laughs> And then Jada was like, okay, motherfucker, fine. what are you laughing about? Was it a stunt yeah. then? No, no. It wasn't no. and here's why. I, at first, I thought it was if you watched the li- if you watched it, but then all the stuff that we didn't see on the broadcast where yeah. he's yelling at him and it's like awkward silence yeah. and he's like, "Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth," and and Chris was like, "I, I will," you know, and it's just, it was just so awkward. But I feel like it was like the 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 straw that broke the camel's yes. back with Will. I think, I think he's obviously. just had enough of being embarrassed by her. Yeah. yeah. And, he was, and it's like, that wasn't him that defending was watching, his queen. No, that yeah. was watching trauma play out in yeah. real time. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, well, I, I, I mean, obviously I back Chris Rock 100%. Mm-hmm. I also empathize and sympathize with Will and the fact that he... Yeah. And really we're living through some shit in real yeah. time in front of everyone. But and that's a, just anybody else would have been arrested, carted off. Oh, absolutely. Oh, if Bradley Cooper walked up there and did that, mm. cancel city. But yeah. at what point, like, did a joke like that have any place at the Oscars? Yes. We're awarding. Yes. Oh. Yes. Not right. everything we're comedians. Is, everything is fair game. We are paid to make fun of shit. Yeah. And I hate that. I think yeah. I hate that we can't. We don't feel like we can get up there now and right. do it. And it right. wasn't that. First of all. It shouldn't have been insulting. G.I. Jane right. is about a very strong, powerful right. woman and shaved her head. And she's, what is she, like a Green Beret or some yeah. shit? And he didn't say anything about alopecia. I don't even think Chris mm-hmm. knew that she had it. Right. Also, it looks like a style choice. And she looks incredible. Look style she's been wearing that hairstyle for four she looks years. Yes. Gorgeous. By the way. So she was, her little ego was hit. And she's, I don't know, man, she's out of control. And then he, he laughed and then went, uh, Oh, and then yeah. he walked up on the stage. And what I was real proud of Chris was he didn't even step back. He just went like he this maintained right his up. composure. That guy played Muhammad oh. Ali, okay? Yeah. And he couldn't knock little Chrissy Chrissy yeah. off. <laughs> but it was hilarious because he. What I loved is he didn't do this. He didn't mm-hmm. touch his face. He mm-hmm. was just like, oh, all right. I guess I got you Let's know. Let's be real. That's not the first time he's been hit in the face. No. no. As yeah. a comic, I mean. Oh, I've been. I've been hit. Yeah, I've yeah. been. I had a full glass of beer from the front row thrown right at me. Yeah. And I've had an ice cube thrown at me from the audience. I've had people say, let's take it outside. Yeah. I got hit in the boob. Nice. nice. Like I got punched. By, oh, a punch? Nice. Girl or man? Girl. While you were on stage or yes. after this? Oh, my God. Wow. I was the booby afterwards. I was like, oh, my God. The, these are expensive. <laughs> you oh, right. It should have went like this. <laughs> <laughs> now, either one, have either one of you told a joke that you're like, you know what? That was crossing the line. I'm sorry. I ever told that joke. No. Nope. No. No. Mm. There's got to be self-awareness and and, and oh, like I take that back. I was gonna say I tell Before a joke that I makes other people. Before I started comedy, I tweeted something that was hilarious, <laughs> but because I Actually, was not I a, I was one. not known as a stand-up comedian. Mm. People were like, "Whoa!" Mm. They're like, "She's degrading towards women." I'm like, "No, I'm degrading towards this hairstyle." You know what I mean? Right. But it was yeah. it was simply an observational thing, and uh, I apologize for it. I took it. I, I apologize to my 
boss for it, but hmm. I did not apologize on Twitter. Right. I was like, it I, was a joke. Right. I did a joke once, and I did it on a, this weird special that I did years ago. And you know, times are changing, and we're becoming more, you know, self-aware, and we're yeah. becoming more politically correct, and we're becoming more, you know, all the stuff. I had a joke where I said faggot in the mm. joke, right? And at the time, you know, it, it's just, and it was weird for me to even say it. Yeah. You know, my, my goddaughter's gay and I don't have any, but I said it in the joke and then, you know, Justin Martindale? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love Justin. Him and I are really good friends. He brought, he told Justin. me aside one night, he said, that's a great joke, but you don't need that word in it. Mm. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. It, 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 it made no sense in it. Well, you know, so that's the one thing that I, that I did, did, uh, regret, but that's the thing yeah. though is your your act is evolving with you and yeah. right. evolving with us as yeah. a culture and, and, and it, as it sounds time. Like, and it sounds like that wasn't even like yours being sincere. Like that word was not like normal for you, Mm-mm. so it really didn't have a place just from that aspect. Not right. regardless of because right. I know some people that you know in my own community use the f word mm. so to speak. But when we're talking about apologizing you for yourself, then it's like, well, do we have to become this woke industry right. of entertainers? Right. Not well, if not if it's disingenuous. Not I right. hate. I hate disingenuous. Right. Yeah. Wokeness. Um, I, but that's the thing is like when I first when I first started doing stand up, I was really focused on being a roast writer. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed roast right. writing. It came very easily to me. Uh, and I felt like nothing was off limits, you know? Yeah. And now it's like people are like, Well, what's the worst what's the hardest hitting roast joke you've ever written? And I was like, Oh, I can't say it out loud. You can't Right, yeah. I'm like it's out of context. Yeah. It's offensive. In yeah. a room of people that are all expecting it and prepared for it. Mm-hmm. But if you have people that show up for jokes and it's a roast right like they are just totally turned off because it's like they just weren't prepared for that kind of right i don't know discourse. Wo- woke comedy makes me sleepy yeah <laughs> yeah i agree but if you're not woke then something like a tweet will pop up from your past or something and what? it'll get you in trouble and then there's your career i have no idea exactly what woke is. i understand woke i get it but i'm also like how woke is woke? Jason's how... like, I am asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not woke. I'm sleep. I'm sleep. I'm so. Yeah, I'm so sleep. That's my. I shirt. mean, I think you made a very good point. We're all evolving all the time and making changes to ourselves and to our material and to everything else. And I think holding somebody accountable for something that they said way back in the day is just a wrong thing to do anyway. Because right. we always changes. I yeah. mean, it's ever evolving. Yeah. You know. That whole awareness thing is ever evolving. I mean, you think about some of the biggest comics today. They that the shit they were saying and doing. I mean, so many comics back in the fifties were doing jokes about beating their wives. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. She could tell them to slap the shit out of whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can't do that anymore. It was just accepted. Oh, you can't. Right. (laughs) Hope my sets don't come out from Saturday. I did hear people say that like uh, Will must be abusive at home. I thought no, Jada must be. Oh, the he's terrified. One at There's home. a funny picture yeah. that came out after where she, they're sitting together and she's got her legs spread, <laughs> and he's sitting with his legs crossed next to her, and somebody just put Jada made Will cross his legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we we are laughing about it, but there is like. There are some very toxic people in relationships, and women can definitely be those toxic people. Mm -hmm. And I think with, I mean, I am all about an open sexual relationship, but I will say with what Jada has openly admitted to on her own talk show about the people she's sleeping with and basically calling her husband shit in bed, you know, like... I mean, oh, I missed that part. Mm, have you not oh. seen the Red Table talks oh, where she talks about... They laid it all out, and people are like, we don't care, number one. Run. I mean, it's like... Yeah. You're talking about the entanglement conversation, right? When she said she was an entanglement? Well, no, she's, I mean, openly sleeps with her son's friends or has in the past, and they've wow. openly... You got to understand, that's that that household is 
I mean, there's probably so much weirdness. I mean, think about, uh, what's his name, uh, Jaden Smith, yeah. after the slap, he immediately tweeted, that's how we do it. Oh, and then he got, sh- no. he just got I didn't run, know that. A, a, run over I mean, on it wasn't even like two that. seconds. It was like, oh, yeah. no. And so it's like, he doesn't, he's also still just a kid. What is he? Right. I don't even know. Something? That's I mean, why I think it's no like idea. so important as a comedian to like always kind of be cognizant of like your mental health yep. and yeah. be cognizant of like, what your trauma is yeah. so that yeah. like, it doesn't end up ruining your life. And don't way. bury yeah. it. I did that for no. so many years. Same. Go to therapy. It helps. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you try to hold it in, I mean, eventually the body remembers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, yep. and, and it's going to literally knock the wind out of your sails until you People decide to People have no idea it. how physically unhealthy mental illness can oh yeah it can make it can kill you mm-hmm. yeah it and in the comedy you. industry it's a stereotype because it's true yeah uh, about you know depression mm-hmm. you know life on the road alcoholism drug use that's yeah. just a part of it yeah um and you know the porn industry has that kind yes, of stereotype too, especially the gay porn industry and yeah there is a part of that to it yep. that never gets talked mm. about i mean let's look at what, ha- what happened to robin williams one of the funniest people right and all of the depression like you said body remembers and your body just shuts down it's like and can't do this and anymore. the muggles the normals they think because we are um being funny for a living mm-hmm. that we just walk around happy and smiley all the yeah, time and that's just not how it is it's a huge mass our humor comes from pain yeah yeah i mean they what's the one saying that you know comedy is a uh, tragedy, tragedy plus, plus time, time. Yep. i mean so that's truly yep. what it is i mean there isn't anything in my set that isn't a tragedy but mm-hmm. i think it's hilarious <laughs> because right. like, I've, tra- I I've, I've, this. I've tried stuff for sure on stage that i was like oh shit that was too soon for me <laughs> mm. like yeah. i literally said it out loud and yeah. i was like it was about me and I it got, still hurt i got a yeah. crazy too soon story my son my, for yourself my son went my i have a 27 year old and a 32 year old so oh my, my god th- yeah my 32 year old when he was 17 was uh ar- <laughs> he was arrested by a juvenile narcotics detective for selling <laughs> he sold drugs to a juvenile narcotics oh, de- like an undercover oh, thing. No. i'd be like and he's an entrepreneur right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see that's now right and that's the funny thing it's like i he it, w- it was so heartbreaking and my, as, as a parent i'm like it's my fault mm-hmm. and i had a show that night and i was gonna cancel it and, and my comedian buddy was like dude you should just talk about it yeah I, that night i talked about it on stage wow and i came up with a bit real quick wow and i said my son got caught for selling weed and i was i couldn't i felt terrible so oh, I it's just my, weed i can't it was and i called my buddy and i said <laughs> he's like um, that's besides the point <laughs> yeah i go well you have to ask how long ago this was this yeah, is, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. you could get arrested for selling weed back in the day oh, yeah. yeah and so I'm like telling my friend, I'm like, man, am I, I dropped the ball as a father. I'm such a bad dad. My son was arrested. And my friend interrupts and goes, wait, wait, wait. You mean this whole time we could have been getting our shit <laughs> on a family discount? <laughs> I love Hilarious that. is I told him that's going to get you nowhere. That boy is now making great money in the cannabis industry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. good for him. Yep. I yep. love that show so him. much. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. What a great turnaround story. I also got arrested for selling pot. Uh, I did not turn it into anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to think of getting arrested for selling weed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a joke. Yeah, I got so arrested in somebody's apartment. We were watching the Discovery Channel on Ants when when I got arrested. And <laughs> so I was you were like, also high. Got yeah, it. Yeah, well, yes. obviously. But I was just, I remember telling the cop, because I'm, I was such a shit. I was just yeah. was like, do you feel like you've done a good job? Do you feel like you're taking a criminal off the street? I was like, I was watching the Discovery channel on ants when you made this arrest it's <laughs> like, hilarious. is there not somebody out there killing babies or right? something you couldn't de- they, you and you couldn't deny you were high right yeah you had, a dis- you had an ant documentary on <laughs> yeah. watching it like this <laughs> yeah <laughs>
The only way that gets worse is if it's like ancient aliens. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only other, that the only other dead giveaway. With that guy with the crazy yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. But you get like an ancient alien like tunnel and then like six hours goes by and it's like, <laughs> I believe. Mm-hmm. I do believe. Not if you watch it I'm when you're not say. high. Yeah, when you're not high, no. you're like, like what are these guys? This is ridiculous. Yeah. The, minute, the, minute you are, the minute you're on the right level, you're like, oh, this makes perfect sense. The, <laughs> one, <laughs> the one thing that trips yeah. me out about the ancient land is whenever they show the hieroglyphics from like thousands of years ago and there's that one that looks like a spaceship with a guy in a space For suit sure. on. Okay, no, but here's the answer to that, because my friend is Nicholas Brown. He's on Unexplained. He's an actual is that a fake? archaeologist. No, he's he's 100% real. And so that particular, he studied it, and it's it's this is the reality, because they get really upset when you talk about ancient aliens. He's like, mm. why can't we believe the human culture was so evolved that, no, mm. we, we did this ourselves. So the Egyptians, just like how we paint over and paint over, they would just, instead of like chiseling a whole new thing, they would slap a cover on and then oh. re-chisel it. So what you're seeing is, like three layers being degraded, so when you put it all together, it looks like an astronaut. Oh, wow. Mm. I have a theory. Okay, I have a weird theory okay. about, about aliens and all that stuff. I think it's us. I think it's very planet, evolved never us. Kill ours. Yep. I think we've uh, evolved so much to the point we've discovered time travel and all that stuff, and that's us coming back to see ancient us. I hope and so. And studying us. I hope so. I'm like, man, the they better get their shit. Damn. Together. I was going to say, we yeah. didn't learn anything. We're killing our planet, killing we our animals. Sucked yeah, back we sucked back. Killing each other. Yeah. We didn't learn shit. Look at these idiots. <laughs> no, they're going to start talking to the kids that are like in elementary school, right. like getting them to like whip us into shape. I right. mean, look at us now. We, we can't we even talk about sexuality with kids. They're going to whip us into well, shape. That's oh, my true. God. I mean, they're all rebelling against that, though, by the way. How is it now that we are in 2022, by the way, and we are talking about not talking about gays in schools and then in Missouri, we're like taking away the right for a woman to control her own fucking uterus. Like, I don't understand. It's insane. How are we going backwards in time? It's mind fucking blowing. uh, there, I'm, I'm, I'm. A, there's a little bit of. I was. It was a little promising for like when my kids were going through high school. I mean, it was, especially my youngest, my 27 year old. He was very, very unfazed by any of that stuff. Yeah. Whereas when I was in school in this in the 80s, it, you always like, I know that guy's gay. And if he mm. came out, you're like, yeah, yeah. But now it's just, it's not. I don't know if it's full. I don't think it's normalized yet, and it should be. Yeah. But my sons weren't. They weren't phased by it at all. Right. Like one of my son's best friends was gay. My, right. my niece is gay, and and, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was a little bit different for them. Whereas, as my brother and I had a great up, conversation yeah. about, it. I go, "Isn't this incredible how this has yeah. evolved?" Because when we were in school, you're picking these on. poor kids were getting picked on. They were terrified mm-hmm. to come out of the closet. I was one of those terrified. kids. Hello. Terrified to come out of the mm-hmm. closet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was never, I was never phased by any of that either. And what's crazy is I'm from Florida. I'm yeah. so ashamed of this stupid bill yeah. that they passed. Where it's oh. like every house that my parents lived in, you know, during my childhood, we had gay neighbors. And guess what? The prices in the neighborhood were going up. Yeah, for a I tell yeah. everybody, you want your neighbor to get cleaned up? Move the gays in. But Florida, we have Miami, and we're all fucking in Miami. And then we yeah. have Key West. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess we only have those little sections of the mm-hmm. whole state. Yeah, how? Mm. You only stay in those cities. That's what you have to do. Yep. Okay, guys. Um, we have not talked um, about a single thing on our list here, but the show is over. So, um, <laughs> Jen, we took over. Um, no, it's been great. Yep. No, it's been fabulous. But uh, in saying that, tell the people where they can find you. At Jennifer media. Sturger, guys, on all the social medias. All the socials. All the social, all the medias. social medias. Oh, you can, you can subscribe to my brand army, too, but it's not It's not nothing in comparison to Sylvia's work. What's a You'll brand army? You'll be very army. disappointed. It's... um. If if Disney ran an OnlyFans, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's things that will not get me canceled in my normal beautiful career. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Me. 
Uh, MySpace, you can catch me. I'm just kidding. No, I was like, wow. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, impressive. at Jason Collings, and it's C-O-L-L-I-N-G-S. At Jason Collings on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Podcast. My podcast yeah. uh, is The Lion's Den with Brent Moore and Jason Collings. And then you could also, we have a YouTube channel, The Lion's Den Podcast with Brent Moore and Jason Collings. What's the podcast about? It's is two it just... comics BSing for about an hour. Oh, just that. like this. And every this. once in a while we'll have it's guests. Just We're going to have guests, and I want both of you on. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so that's how it works. I love it. And we just have a good time. I love it. Well, thank you, Alexander, uh, for being here, uh, as yes, always, and making the show fabulous. Thank you, Alejandro. <laughs> uh, thank you again to our sponsors, Fleshbot and CyberSocket. Uh, and until next time, guys, adios. Bye. Bye.